Hello, how are you brainwashed listeners? This is your girl, Jenny Donheiser, and I am just letting you know, in case you haven't heard, that Nicole Spezio and I, my glorious co-host, are hosting our first live show on Saturday, July 29th at the Green Room 42 in the Yotel. I know you walk by that Yotel and you've been dying to see what's inside there. We have a special guest, Joe Firestone. You know her from so many things. An incredible comedian. She's on Joe Para Talks with You. She has an incredible Peacock special called Good Timing with Joe Firestone, which if you haven't watched, you absolutely must. The Chris Gethard Show, Z-Way, Shrill. She's an icon. She's legend. We're so excited to have her. There's going to be games. There's going to be live brainwash solving. So come prepared with some brainwashes. There's going to be a lightning round of casting and some special appearances so make sure to grab your ticks on the greenroom42.venutix.com and we'll see you there okay love you bye hi i'm jenny donheiser hi i'm nicole spezio and this is how are you brainwashed, how are you brainwashed? our podcast that we host and we have guests on Ooh, that's pretty good you know sure <laughs> <laughs> i want to update the community really quickly yes that i did hear from paul Shear's mom <laughs> yeah response. okay let's get into it yeah to the instagram post she sent me a lovely email talking about her relationship to my estranged grandfather and i said thank you and that was that. So the clip somehow made its way to her ears. And it was very kind of her to reach out via my contact page on my website. She said, hi, I'm Paul's mom. I was married to your grandfather. He was a quiet but loving man. And I miss him. And I said, wow, thank you for reaching out. And that was that. Real yeah, investigative you, journalism happening yeah. here on the pod, Nicole. I mean, we're serial now. <laughs> we're S-Town. Oh, my God. Can you believe... Listeners, can you believe that Paul Shear's mom <laughs> emailed Jenny? I can't <laughs> believe that that's what happened. I can't believe that it actually worked. And if you are responsible, I would love, please tell us because I cannot for the life of me figure out how this got to Paul Shear's mom. Yes. Yes. If you know Paul Shear or if you knew Paul Shear's mom and sent this to her, please. Do you think Paul Shear has seen? I'm guessing he must have sent it to her and be like, deal with this lady. That's what you think? <laughs> That's what you think happened? He's like, some Brooklyn podcaster is trying to get my attention. <laughs> so embarrassing. Mom, please deal with it. So I'll say this. I'll say this. It's so interesting because I didn't know my grandfather. Right. Obviously. Yeah. So like to me, he's, you know, not a person. <laughs> But obviously, he was a person to this woman, and they had a good relationship. And it's just so wild to think that he basically had this separate situation that was very different from his other yes. situation. And he meant two extremely different things to different people. Yes. To you and your family, he is a strange father, a strange grandfather. Yeah. And to this woman, he is like loving husband, love of her life. Yeah. So it's very interesting. That families can work in this way. And did I tell you this, that he was a psychologist? No, no. Yeah, it's wild. Well, we've made contact with we've made contact. the Cher family. Whoa. Anyway, 
<laughs> well, yeah. I'll throw that update out there. And then Nicole and I had COVID, so. Okay. <laughs> yes, we did have COVID. Neither of our husbands got it. So weird. Yeah. I made mine sleep on the couch. You made yours stay in the bed. I made mine stay in the bed. I had sex. You had sex while on COVID? Yeah. It's rough. How are you horny on COVID? Why do we keep saying on COVID also? <laughs> I don't know. Sort of like, you know, in bed late at night, scooching over. Can I just sort of slip it in before we go Stick to Stick it in real quick. <laughs> That's wild to me. I yeah. mean, I have a loving sexual relationship myself, <laughs> but to have sex while having COVID, I, not for me needed to heal my body at no foreign objects at this time except for airborne <laughs> probably like day three it wasn't like primo <laughs> I, I, I still think it's a, a wild <laughs> choice but how she had yeah. wow okay well <laughs> aside from that what's going on with you? i mean that's really what we've just been sick in our homes in our little houses I watched all of the season of Selling Sunset while I was sick. It's a bad show. I think at this point, I might be out. It is a bad, boring show. And yet, I watch it. I know. I don't know if I can continue on. I think I might need to check out with Selling Sunset. I think that's healthy and fair. And when the main argument is around whether someone did or did not do shrooms, yeah, who cares? Shut who up. Who cares? You guys live in California. No one fucking cares what anyone Everyone does shrooms, shrooms, you idiot. If you're not doing shrooms, that's what we should be fighting about. Because you're a loser. Pretending like it's defamation of character to say, yeah, she was doing shrooms and Molly at a bachelorette party. It's like, yeah, yeah who shut wasn't? Up. It was a Tuesday. Who cares? Like, Rochelle, don't be a narc. Yeah, I, mean? I do still like Rochelle better than Nicole, I, obviously. Well, but Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is like no one can come up against Rochelle. She's extremely likable. Well, you can if you are likable, but Nicole just happens to be extremely <laughs> unlikable. Unlikable, yeah. I, I mean, honestly, one of the most unlikable people I think I've seen on TV in a while, given Davina no, a run for her money. Nothing I could access there to say, huh, yeah, okay, you're my friend. Yeah, no, but I'll tell you who is my friend, Bree. Bree's my friend forever. Yeah, yeah. Love her. She's like, yeah, I have a love child with nick cannon who has 900 other love children now did you know fun. that it is a thing that at 10 kids then maybe you can stop paying child support because i thought that was a pretty huge piece of information that i did not that know is upsetting yeah seems like a not great system mm, yeah seems like the law is set up to benefit men how wild that was an interesting character <laughs> 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 Trying out some new characters on the pod today. Okay, sure. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't know who she was. A, a sort of proper woman. Yeah, I got to I think Selling Sunset, Smell You Later. I watched again and just like that today. We keep recording on Thursdays when it comes mm -hmm. out. And it's just so bad and not watchable i don't know why i'm doing it to myself like at least last season was about grief or whatever and uh -huh. her dealing with big <laughs> death this season is about nothing 
Yeah. Again, I will say you don't need to watch. (laughs) You are not having fun. You know, this is what I had to say to myself when I was struggling through Tardy for the Party, (laughs) Manzoed with Children, like Candy and the Gang. I I, I don't need, I, I can leave at any time. I'm actually in control. I have the power to say no. Wow. Yeah. I think I have to. It's so bad. It's so unwatchable. I don't like them. I don't like them. Yeah. Yeah. Don't watch something you don't like. I used to love them. They just. It's n- not. Just, it's not the yeah, same. It's not the same. That was Sex in the City. This is and just like that. It's not the same. And if you follow Evan Ross Katz on Instagram, you'll get enough. You'll get what you need. Right. And you know, I do. I also, in a shocking turn of events, have started watching as my background show, Mike White's season of Survivor. Mm, Oh, God. Are you entering the Survivor train? No, I have watched several of the like, you got to watch this season of Survivors. I've sort of done those and they are quite entertaining and good, but not enough that I need to catch up on 42 goddamn years of it. Like, it's the same thing every time, you know, but for for some reason, I just, you know, I get so white lotus is over. I needed a little bit of Mike White energy. I thought, let's yeah. see him trapped on that island. I miss him. Yeah. Season 37, if anyone wants to okay, watch along. I'm interested. I'm deep in Orange County as background show. So I'm, I've made it to season nine. Shannon. Oh, so you met Shannon. Yeah. She's got jewels in her teeth. And, yeah. you know, that's worrisome. <laughs> but other than that. <laughs> I'm into her vibes. You can't see it for us. I feel like if the right doctor told me to get jewels in my teeth, I'd be like, hmm, okay. So, to clarify, she has like crystals, like energy yeah. stones in her yeah, teeth, not yeah, like I'm... a grill. I'm just, for the listener. Oh, 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 oh. I thought you were it's like, don't clarify Shannon to me, bitch. I know Shannon. You can't see the <laughs> crystals in her teeth. They are embedded somewhere in her teeth that is not visible to the naked eye. And it is for energy and healing reasons that the Correct. stones are in her teeth. <laughs> Correct. Correct. <laughs> yeah, she came in hot being like, I've got stones in my teeth. I feng shui my house. Yeah. I spend all my money at Dr. Moon getting... Love Dr. Moon. Stan Dr. Moon. And do you know who else I stan? Who? Our guest. Wow, perfect segue. I know, I'm a genius. Should we bring our guest in? Let's do it. This is peach iced tea snapple in a glass with ice cubes. Are you guys jealous? (laughs) That sounds really good. I bought a peach iced snapple, an orange soda, and a La Coloma iced coffee all on the same trip. Whoa, (laughs) that is a journey. You are got a roller coaster tonight. Do you think the man, I'm not going to drink them all today, but I just thought I'd meet the credit card minimum at the deli and get several. I mean, hon, you could have met a minimum with three sane drinks. So (laughs) I don't really think it's about the minimum. Oh, yeah. I was uh, was hot. I said, what's refreshing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, an orange <laughs> soda. God. I mean, that it's is... been 15 years at least, I think, since one has passed my lips. But it is good. I could talk about, be- also, I could talk about beverages for 45 minutes. <laughs> I'll say that. Okay, well, I love let's, that. Let's <laughs> bring you on in. <laughs> 
We are so lucky today to welcome to the pod such a funny ray of light, genius comedian writer, and also Housewives aficionado. I'm hoping maybe we can get into the Kyle Mauricio of it all. Potentially, this is our first ep since that has come out. Please welcome to the pod. Drew, Drew Anderson. Anderson. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Yes. Thanks for having me. Thanks for we having are me. thrilled to have you. We love I'm, you, Drew. I love you. I love you. I mean, this is a, a thrill. A thrill. To, I mean, I'm just meeting Jenny for the first time, but I can say with confidence that to know both of you is to love both of you. <laughs> say that. <laughs> so uh. gorgeous. Thank you. Well, like I said, I seen you back in the day at Stevie, an amazing yeah. show. Oh, thank you. And one You're saying back in the day, like it was so long. I mean, I it wasn't know. that it was long like a, ago, right? Pre-COVID. It was yeah. pre-COVID. Okay. Well, we did what one show right after, but yeah, it was, a, it was, we ran that show for like three years with Marsha Belsky and Sam Taggart. And we, yeah, it was like a monthly comedy show that started in Bushwick. Yeah. Beautiful. Bushwick. Drew has also been in so many of the Real Housewives readings that you've seen me at maybe you've seen drew in one of those oh my gosh. i know for Probably. sure you've played carol oh yeah i mean that, <laughs> what, list your credits let me yeah i mean i played carol i played gosh it was real house salt lake city why am i blanking on her name oh god lisa she, meredith heather no blonde oh whitney rose yeah, sorry. sorry, sorry. Oh, that's an inspired choice to have you I as Whitney, believe. actually. Yeah, <laughs> that was so fun. I mean, I think that show is one of the funniest shows in New York. Alex Better. Is that where we first met you, Nicole? I possible? feel like we met in line for the bathroom at the cake shop. That's where I think we met for the first <laughs> oh, time. Yeah. Oh, oh my God, at a John Lilly show? I think Maybe. so. Oh, God. Yeah, wow. that, that, that felt right. And I just kind of knew you, yeah, in the scene. You know, in the scene, as it <laughs> were, <the> scene. <laughs> and then we fell in love in that bathroom line. Huge shout to Cake Shop. Haven't been there and talk about. Is it, is it gone? gone? I think it. I think gone. she's gone. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. How many minds do you think met in the bathroom line at Cake Shop? How many I mean, that, of the minds? That's that's a good question. That's <laughs> a real good question. <laughs> Thank you. That's why I have a podcast. <laughs> oh, Asking everyone about bathroom lines. Okay, but what I was going to say is one thing I always think about with you is you had a song that you sang <laughs> oh. about walking your brother's oh. dog down the aisle. Oh, my wedding. God. Did you, did you come to my show at Ars Nova by chance? Oh, maybe. Did that is so funny? Cool, Nicole. I, did you and I go to Drew's show at Ars Nova? We love to go to Ars Nova. I got and married we love here. Drew. It's very. I got I got <laughs> married here as the Ars Nova video <laughs> that they legally have to play before the show says. You know, I think that you did come. I'm having the memory of you coming. That so sounds really right. I, yeah, I did okay. a show, and I yeah, I sang that song in the show. At the at, yeah. Oh, and I did. My brother asked me to officiate his wedding, and I did. And then, like a day before the wedding, they were like, "Oh, and like one last quick." Thing. They were like, "Will you just walk? Will you walk the dog down the aisle when you like at the the very end of the wedding?" And I was like, "Oh God, like oh Jesus, like sure." But I was like, uh, "It's just you know, it's like the classic thing of of straight people kind of putting their gay siblings through hell." 
And they'll be like, they'll do anything. They're gay. You know, like, <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of embarrassing, but you know, they'll do it. He'll love I, it. All eyes on him. It. It's a bad yeah, moment. So, so it was like all these, you know, these pairings of the people in my brother's and sister-in-law's wedding party walking down the aisle. And then, of course, <laughs> I was the last one, like, walking with this animal. And it was so funny and embarrassing. And then, you know, I had to, like, give the leash of the dog to, like, my aunt and then officiate the wedding. It was just like, oh, God. It was, I love it it. was funny. Yeah. I want you to know that even after seeing your show, I had a wedding. And my gay brother did walk my dog down the aisle. <laughs> Wow. You learned nothing. <laughs> you did not learn at all. Like, okay. What, you, was your brother cool with it? Or... To, be fair, to be fair, my brother loves dogs. Yeah, He's very shy. Yeah. He he worked at, loves dogs. He worked at a doggy daycare for years. <laughs> also, my sister-in-law walked her dog down the aisle because we're really close to, to their dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's the craziest so funny thing that, like, i've ever said it i think it's like so funny that like people even want their dogs to be a part of the wedding it's like <laughs> can we just leave them at home like they'll be fine it's fine no, you no, know no shame to anyone <laughs> you're but losing like, her dog had to be he was a ring bearer <laughs> but it's like, but then it's like oh we need to bring him down the aisle like who are we gonna ask like it needs to be the gay per- it needs to be the gay person like you know that's just what yeah. needs to happen wild trope <laughs> 2023. I, thought you, I thought about you as i made it happen it is so funny <laughs> i mean of course i didn't mind and i hope you didn't i hope you didn't feel like i'm i was judging you i, I no, just i did this hilarious. after i saw your show this was yeah, clearly oh. she did not sort of think it was a problem when you <laughs> sang about it i was like actually that's an amazing like, great idea <laughs> God, I mean, that's what he was. That was the point of the song, right? Yes. <laughs> was that I should do that several <laughs> years later? <laughs> that's so funny. Anyway, <laughs> I saw that you have now you have a short film in the mix, and I'm a fellow short filmer. Oh, you are. Tell me about so cool. your short film that you have out yeah. and about. Yeah. About a year ago, I was hanging with my friends Hilton and. She called me up and she was like, Drew, can you come install my window AC unit? And I was like, I don't know how to do that. And she was like, please, I, I, it's burning hot. It's like as hot as it was today in New York. And I was like, I really don't know how. And she's like, come on, we'll figure it out. So I went there, we figured it out and we celebrated. We were so excited to do it because it did take a little while because neither of us are equipped in that way. And then we were just hanging out and we were like, oh, this would be kind of a funny short if like, you know, we do this install and then we come out and the the unit has like fallen out of the window and killed someone like which it kind of feels like the like maybe greatest new york beer 100 like yes. i don't know that's it's just something that i always think about when i'm walking around new york like yes because no one is properly installing their unit like no one is no i mean it's you know you shove it in there and you're like well i think it's like i think it's stable in that window so we wrote a short about just that like called ac unit and it's it's about that two friends install the unit the unit falls out kills someone and then they they unravel from there so i love that yeah that's what it's about and we just went to san francisco and showed it at the castro theater which was like surreal and really fun and 
we had a screening with rooftop films uh, in oh, Fort Greene Park, yes. mm-hmm. um, which was so fun. And did they make you do a Q and A? We did do a Q and A, which <laughs> is like just so funny. Q and A is just kind of weird and strange, and it's yeah, especially strange in a park when people like you know people are so far away they can't really hear you. And the <laughs> Q and A is kind of just for filmmakers to like have a moment with each other and you know what I mean? It, it, it all mm-hmm. just feels very, I don't know, not like, I, w- I don't want to say like navel gazy, but like, you're just kind of like, I don't know. I'm like, who is this for? I had something screen at a rooftop event that was like, they showed short films before a concert, which didn't make any sense oh, in, in Central oh, Park. No. <laughs> so everyone was, was everyone talking the whole time? The only people who were there to watch the shorts were the people who made the shorts. Right. And it was also like my short and then like Zach Woods short. Oh, and Zach God. Woods was like not there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> So they had us go up after the shorts screened before the concert. And I got like Adele Dezeemed. She like made up a name for me. I wish I could remember. She said my first oh. name and then she just fully made up, made up my last name. It was awesome. <laughs> and then we went up there and we were like, yeah, this short is, uh, it's like about an influencer farting in the woods. It's like, what oh are we, we going to ask? Really high about? concept sort of. <laughs> I know. Drew, can we like watch your short in real so, life? Like where do we find? There's, so there's no public link right now, unfortunately, okay. because it's like, you know, going through yeah. the festival circuit. So we don't How have a public link yet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we're hopefully going to go to some more, but like as soon as it's available, I'll share it and then anyone can watch it. Yeah. I'm going to let you know. So yeah, it was, it was so fun. We shot it over three days. It was great. It was really fun to do. You did it. You had a moment in your life where you said this would be a funny short and you made the short. That's it. Exactly right. (laughs) Like we were like, no matter what comes of this, it's like, and you know how hard that is because you say that shit all the time. We're all like, yeah. Oh, this would be so funny. And then you never do anything with it. And that's just how most things go with art, you know, like, oh, God. Yeah. So that that feels good. Whether, you know, whatever happens with it. But Yes. Yes. I that that's what and film festivals love film festivals. I think they're fun, mostly to meet other filmmakers, yeah. you know, like to do a party and to meet yeah. other friends. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, too. It's like uh, early on when I was like, I was like doing stand-up comedy and I was like I'm gonna be a road dog and I was like yeah, really yeah, yeah. in the scene and like doing all these shows and I was like I, I want to do all these comedy festivals and then I got into some and I would show up and I was like feeling so excited and it was like great meeting comedian but then you realize you get there and it's like oh you're it's like you're just paying for everything um that being said if any festivals are listening I would love to <laughs> we love them we love you I'll go to anything. Please <laughs> accept my shorts. I will be there. It's I also like, it's also so funny because like you'd be surprised. Like there's literally like a queer film festival in every single city across the United States, which totally. has been remarkable to find because we'll get emails being like, we would love to take a mm-hmm. look at it. It's like, wow, kind of that's incredible. Yeah. And yeah. Funny. Like really hope that you get into like the Palm Springs one and not the like Montclair, New Jersey one. I'm sure the Montclair, yeah, New Jersey Montclair, one's great. Montclair, New Jersey one is hard to I know, I know. Oh, popular. <laughs> I spent my youth in Montclair as child, okay? I was oh, always right. drinking little coffees in high school there. You were? Yeah. Little coffees? Yeah. Wow. Cafe Eclectic, cute. I believe, was the name of 
the cafe that we would often go to in Montclair when I was in high school. Is this interesting? Yes. <laughs> I did back. go to the yeah. Montclair Film Festival and famously missed oh. my short because I was late. Oh, no. Screening. Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> I got there and sat down and like a short had already played in my block. And I turned to the woman. And I was like, what was the short that just played? And she was like, oh, like a woman in a nail salon, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that's mine. <laughs> She did not recognize you as the face that was she just watched. I'm the only oh, actor yeah. in that short, too. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but I did have a delicious ramen dinner before, and that's why okay, I made so... this one late. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, other people got to see it. Right. Other people got to see it. Yeah. yeah. How many times can you cute. watch your own short? I that's mean... right. Honey, how many times? <laughs> Get the ramen, skip the screening. Get the ramen, skip the shore. <laughs> um, do you guys want to talk about Kyle Mauricio at all? Like, do you have any oh. thoughts? Yeah, let's talk about that. Gosh, I mean, it, I, I when I first got the news, I was like, <laughs> where were you when you first heard <laughs> I was like, I was really shocked. Which I know is kind of silly because all this in the last like five months, seemingly yeah. that Kyle is dating a woman maybe or like or seeing someone like I think kind of pulling a what like a Chrishell from Selling Sunset kind of yes. comparison yeah. is the only comparison. And I was just like, oh, like, I don't really think that's true. But I mean, there have been a lot of pictures of them together. There have yeah. been so many pictures, so many. The, I mean, Instagram has just lost its damn mind these past two weeks. And like, all the tattoos, the ma- matching tattoos, matching rings, whatever. Yeah. I'm, I mean, like, truly, God bless. I cannot wait for it to play out. I can't, I can't believe, her. especially after, like, we just got Scandal. Now we're going to get Kyle Mauricio divorced, like, I, I, I really thought, you know, we couldn't get better than Brooks faking cancer. Like, we're in a new golden age. We're in a new golden age. I, yeah. I think what it is with, like, Mauricio and Kyle versus, like, other couples on Real Housewives, like, they have, like, a genuine, like, nice way between them that, like, totally. other couples, I would be like, oh, God. But with them, I was always like, oh, like, I could... I could get stoned with them on the couch, yes. like mm. hang out and order food. They had like a nice laid back. They weren't over the top. It was just like you knew that they loved each other and they liked hanging out with each other. They were always laughing. And I don't know. You could tell that they were fucking a lot. Like they just had yes. like a fun way about them that I didn't really see happen much with other housewife couples. I don't know. So bummed me out. I know. I feel yeah. well sad too. That is, they are people that seem to actually enjoy each other, which is not something we really see in no. a lot of relationships on Bravo specifically. Yeah. So, but it's so funny. Like, yes, with the Grishel of it all too. It's like Grishel with mega superstar G Flip and <laughs> Kyle with famed country musician morgan wade and no disrespect to these people but they had just sort of not i had not heard of them before they started dating <laughs> they our friends made it. Yeah. right right i did see an alternate theory on okay let's go mm-hmm. instagram that morgan is actually kyle's sponsor 
Did yes. you see that? Since Kyle is now sober. And that has come across my desk. Yes. I've been spending so much time together. Although it doesn't really explain the matching heart tattoos or the K tattoo. I mean, from what I know, usually I don't know if you're getting matching (laughs) tattoos with your sponsor. Right. Yeah, exactly. My my understanding of like AA and your sponsor is like you wouldn't be like, is it supposed to be anonymous? Like, (laughs) you wouldn't be like flaunting like, well, that's the thing is that Morgan has been like, they've been all over social media together. So it's like, if you're having an fair or a relationship right. with this person why are you so recording instagram lives with kathy hilton and her you know like i don't that's yeah. where i'm like what there is something going, going on with this person and kyle but i just don't know we just can't know well, well we're we gonna know. this is just the beginning guys we're gonna find out so <laughs> much information and allison dubois famed psychic <laughs> oh i mean that and then, of course, did you see her posts on Instagram? Of course. She For said, sure. which one? Mike drop. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I rushed right to her page when I because I knew she was going to be absolutely fucking crazy. <laughs> and her posts did not disappoint. It, it's crazy because that episode aired like 15 years ago mm-hmm. or like, I mean, yeah. with her e-cigarette. I mean, that is just wild. I don't know. I, I, I it, it makes me sad. It's kind of like nothing is true. Nothing is real. Like, even yeah. when you think people are happy, this world. And he also has his own show now. Like, I don't know. Ugh, just... I watched all of that garbage. Scene. Oh, of course I did. <laughs> yeah. I every single episode. And I can't <laughs> wait for it to come back. And th- and their daughters, like, are just really grace television. I will say that to be diplomatic. Uh, I watch like, the whole family. I'm I sad mean, to say it... that I'm subscribed to Bethany's YouTube channel. Unfortunately, oh, wow. right now, she's also coming in hot with her reviews on products. Like, yeah, did, I saw that Bote- the like Bottega review she did about like the new bag that she got that was like kind of shitty. And she was like, this is not worth it. I don't know. She's losing her mind a little bit, I think. I'm still listening to her podcast about housewives, but wow. I stopped listening to her other podcast. This is what <laughs> did it for me because she was complaining that she was on a flight and the flight attendants were talking really loud and she couldn't sleep. And I was like, this oh, is the most unhinged no. take. Like, you shouldn't talk to your friends at work. I need to sleep. I was like, you, and you know, fucking are so class. out of touch. Of like, course. Yeah. But that, for some reason, I was like, I'm unsubscribing right now. Let those flight attendants speak. Bethany. Oh, let them live. But I am still subscribed to the YouTube. Wait, is the is there a real Housewives podcast? Like, does she talk about specific episodes, or is it like? See, oh, Drew, it's uh, oh god, it's so haphazard. Sometimes, <laughs> literally, I'm not exaggerating. There will be episodes that are like three minutes long, <laughs> like because she just wanted to like get on and talk be about like something. Yeah, like Happy Fourth of July. I just wanted to let you guys know, like, love you. Oh like, not god. even talking about Housewives. He's been grading housewife businesses. She's like, okay, Kathy McKilly. She had the cannolis. That was like pretty good. But then she tried to do the cookbook. That wasn't good. So overall, I'm going to give her a B minus. And I'm listening to every goddamn minute like a chump. Does she have guests? Yes, but it's not housewives. It's like Elizabeth Moss and Tori Spelling's always on there. Elizabeth Moss? Yeah. What? 
That's my thing. <laughs> the crew, yeah. Tori Spelling, Elizabeth Moss, and Bethany. Our girl gang. <laughs> well, we found our uh, casting right there <laughs> for later. <laughs> should we ask Drew our famous question of our podcast? I think that we should. Let's get into it. Yeah. Okay. We have a famous, famous question on this podcast, Drew, which is, how were you brainwashed? And by that, we mean when you were growing up, what did you think was true this is how the world works this is what is real but then start to be like actually i feel like that's brainwashing absolutely this is the such a good question and i was really thinking about this for a nice long time i had different ideas i was like birthright israel that could mm. be maybe an avenue to mm. go down that was a real big moment for me you know in terms of brainwashing but the, the thing that really i think took the cake for me that was kind of formative in a terrible way is I worked at Abercrombie Kids as a teen. And enough Abercrombie and Fish. You heard me correctly. I worked at Abercrombie <laughs> Kids. I worked at the kids what store. What is that? I didn't even so know that existed. Abercrombie and Fish had their adult, whatever, their adult store. Of course. 18 to what, 30 year olds or whatever it was. They did a, a new store that was specifically for like five to 10 year olds, just called Abercrombie, lowercase a. Stop. <laughs> and I worked there for a year and a half. Wow. And it was across the way from the big store. And I was on top of the world. I thought it was like I had made it, like life can't get any better. And it was completely insane and pretty awful. Yes. Wait, place us. Is this in a mall? Yes, house, yes. So I, I actually grew up in Westchester, New York, in the Burbs. Like, mm. it's about, like, 40 minutes upstate from the city. And this is in the Westchester Mall. And I worked there, I think, like, ninth, 10th grade. And wow. going into high school, I was, like, deeply, deeply closeted. I was dabbling a little bit in theater, but I was still, I wasn't out yet. And I remember distinctly, they used to have this catalog called the Quarterly or whatever. And it would just have all the models in the different Abercrombie styles. And I remember getting it and trying to like recreate all the looks. And each day I would show up to school in these different Abercrombie looks, trying to emulate this catalog. And then that's where it started. I was like, okay, like I sought out this hetero identity with Abercrombie. Mm. Like that was my, that was my everything. Yeah. Now did Abercrombie, hard to say, kids yeah. have little like hot kid models? Ew. <laughs> like what was? <laughs> no, like they did though. I mean, they had like, I mean, not I like mean, that was models, their branding. Their branding was like, you know, like just yeah. like all American mostly white like hot people and then the kids stuff was the same kind of thing like the kid version of those models and it was kind of <laughs> demented yeah yeah so what happened was what they do at that store is that they recruit people they like have people right. will, will walk around the mall and if they think you're cute they'll go up to you and be like hey like here's our card you know, as if you're being like model scouted and they'll be like, right, um, like, you know, we're having like it. I don't think it was called an open call. I think it was just like an open interview mm -hmm. to like see what the vibe was working there. So like I was with some friends and I was at the food court 
And this girl came up to me and was like, hey, I was wearing Abercrombie. And she was like, do you want a job? And I was like, yeah, like, sure. Like, you know, I felt like I was being welcomed into this club. She was like, come to this open interview, like later in the week. And I was like, great. I went home. I was so excited. And then I went to the open call and <laughs> the open call. I went to the open interview <laughs> and she interviewed. It was an open interview where they were just like, telling us more information. And then we like filled out applications. And then I got a phone call and she was like, we would love you to work. We don't have any openings at the regular store, but we do have openings at the kids store. Now, was so, that a blow to your ego? Did you think, I, okay, yeah. I was like, oh my God, like I've made it. Like, this is my moment. Like I'm working at Abercrombie and Fitch. Like no one can stop me. I, like there's no turning back. Like my life is set forever. I'm going to be straight. Like, I'm going to marry a woman. I'm going to be, like, set for life. Like, I'm going to be a banker. We did it, Joe. I did it. Like, and then she was like, we don't have any open at the adult store. But we do have a kid's store that just opened across the way. She's like, it's just, it's fun and awesome. But, like, you are just going to be working with kids and their parents. And I was like, okay, cool. So I started working at the kid's store. And I would, like, work there after school. And the ships were, like, legitimately, I remember... The ships being like three hours long, like they were so short and I would drive to the mall every day and work at this kid's store. And it was like, I would wear the whole thing. I would wear like flip flops in the dead of winter uh, year round. (laughs) No. And, And that was it. Like I just was so excited to work there and I felt just felt so cool. That marketing really worked. They really got us at that time we were like this is the coolest hippest it really was the like inescapable like it was the coolest thing that ever existed yeah it was and everyone that i worked with didn't need a job either Mm -hmm. like it was just so strange because i actually didn't have any money and i was like oh i actually need to make like in addition to feeling Mm -hmm. like whatever i wanted to make a little money and we were, of course, getting paid like $8 an hour. So like, what what was right. that even being used for? But like, everyone I worked with were just like these rich kids who were like kind of like playing, working at this job. And everyone was gay, too. Every single guy that worked there was gay. <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah. it was like, it was so funny because everyone was trying to right. pass. But it was like, right. I was like, you're gay. Like, I'm. we're all gay. What are we doing? And my manager was gay, but would always hit on like the girls. And I was like, you're gay, you know? <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? But nobody was out. Nobody was out. because it, <laughs> yeah. it was a different time. I mean, a different I, like, time. it was a different yeah. time. I, I graduated high school in 2005. So it was like, mm-hmm. this was before Glee. Like no one was really out in high school in my town. Yeah. Like I hit. You know, like we had like four queer people in our entire school. I had like a really small high school. So it was just like, no one was really out, but everyone was gay. Like everyone was gay. (laughs) They were all at Abercrombie. The way they recruited people is so wild. Did other stores do that? Or were they just like, no, Abercrombie, we can seek out people in malls. And they were, I mean, no, I don't, I don't 
think other companies were doing that because it's not good. I mean, it's it's <laughs> completely discriminatory and awful. Right. And like, yeah, I don't know how they got away with that. I think it was just like they got around that because I think they would very casually use the word like vibe, like they're our vibe. It's like, what Thick. the fuck does that mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was never outright like go look for like good looking people. But it was always like that's what it was. You know, vibe is like so coded for that. Exactly what that that is. Now, did you feel your colleagues were <laughs> Abercrombie hot? Like, did you feel we are Abercrombie hot or we are Abercrombie kids hot? I, Do I they really like, make ugly people work in the back as that? Well, that's yes. They do. Wow, that's the truth. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. I mean, not ugly people. I, I mean, I don't, think you know, I think. ugly, but like, totally. I would say like, <laughs> yeah, not, not their image. 100% in the right. stock room. It was wild. And they would host these like big parties like upstate where they would invite like all of the different like employees from around the tri-state area. Like big ragers where people would be like railing lines and like just (laughs) go. Of of course, I never went. I never (laughs) went to any of these. I only heard because I was too scared to go because I was like, I don't want to do this. Like I'm gay. I don't want to go and hang out with these awful people. No. But yeah, that is true. I don't know how they were able to do this for so long. Of course, now there's been like exposés about them. Mm. Yeah. Have you watched any of them? Yeah, I have. I have. (laughs) And a lot of the experiences were similar to mine. Like, it's such a vibe of like feeling like it's like faux California. But everyone is like kind of dumb. And like there was always a glaze in the eyes. I like never connected with anyone. It was so strange. Truly like a cult. I know. Yeah. Wow. The more you're saying, it's like they recruit you. They got weird parties upstate. <laughs> yeah. For sure. For real. For real. Yeah. yeah. And like sort of MLM vibes is like, we're going to make our customers work here. So they have to keep buying the clothes. Like, yeah. Yeah. It just a, just a weird, weird, weird time in my life. And I think that eventually I was like, oh, like I can have the same experience, but I can like be doing theater. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I can like put on a play or like do a musical and be around like people who are not, who don't take themselves so seriously and like are so obsessed with how they look. Cause like I rode the wave like for the first six months, but then it slowly declined. And I was like, oh, I, I don't want to do this. It's deranged. What am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, to be hot enough to get to work even at Abercrombie Kids, I I feel like I'm really in the presence of greatness right now. <laughs> oh God, oh God, I hope it. I hope you didn't think I came on this podcast just to tell everyone that I. <laughs> no, I, I was like hot that. enough okay, okay. to work at Abercrombie Kids. <laughs> Listen, so Jenny and I would never, never be allowed <laughs> even to look at the clothes in the window. So. <laughs> I think like, I was always intimidated because it was like very dark. In dark, there. loud music. They would like yeah. spray the cologne everywhere so that when you so walk smelly. in, it was so like, smelly. Oh, oh. But they wanted that. People like compare the smell, and this is like a horrible thing to say, but it's just like very much like rapey kind of guy vibe. Yeah. Like that just yeah. awful, yeah. distinct smell like of just rat, you know, garbage, <laughs> just bad. I was more yeah. of a wet seal gal myself. Oh, that makes sense. Seal. Bath and Body Works. <laughs> Juniper Reeves. Sure, absolutely. That? <laughs> Is that what it was? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I was going to peg Reeves. you for an Aero Pastel. I could see you. Oh, Jeanette yeah. Has that. Yeah. Aero Pastel. Wow, that's nice. 
And sort of for me, wearing women's workwear at Ashley Stewart and Lane Bryant as child, <laughs> dressing as if I was a um, tax like accountant in middle school. Here's the, here's the PA. We're like, yes. let's, get that re- let's get you the best refund you can get. If you're fat in the early 2000s, you have to legally look like you work in finance at the age of 13. Um, A stronghold on the culture and good riddance. You know, that being said, have I stepped in one recently? Yes. (laughs) Well, it's funny because I've had friends who have like returned and like, no, their clothes are actually like cute now. Is that real? Their clothes are cute now. They are also like, I think have... Plus sizes now, I will not be investigating, but I do hear that they're trying to right their wrongs, aka get the money of the people that they made feel like shit. And I will not fucking give them my money. That's right. Fuck yeah. them. Fuck them right to hell. Maybe Abercrombie kids so I can have a hot child one day, but <laughs> Abercrombie such a answer. place of darkness. <laughs> yeah, really. The best part of working in a mall is, of course, the food court. Food court mall culture is nothing touches it. Okay, Some let's get into it. Okay, what's, what's your order? Yeah, what's okay. your what's your fave? Okay, I have some top faves that I'll tell you about. I don't know if the, you all remember this, but Jenny, are you also from the tri-state area? By chance, I am unfortunately from Dallas, Texas. Dallas, so- Texas. Well, maybe it reached there. But, <laughs> I mean, Nicole, maybe you've heard of this place, Ranch One. Does anyone remember that? <laughs> no, I remember. no. no. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> okay, Ranch One. That was the name of it. Ranch Number One. Huh. They had like this unbelievable chicken sandwich and these like very thin fries. And they mm. were just so good. And I would go oh, and chicken tenders, like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> to any listeners who experienced Ranch One, I mean, it was just so fantastic. And then, of course, there was like Chinese. I mean, I think that is my number one fave at a mall. You get the like, you get the combo platters where you can mm-hmm. get like six different things. They're always giving samples. Yes. So I would go wild. Like I would go buck wild and get six or seven different combinations. Nathan's hot dogs also mm. huge mm. for me in the mall. Mm-hmm. Food court. <laughs> Cheese fries. <laughs> yeah. You know? When I, I discovered knew. sushi in like ninth grade, you couldn't tell me oh. shit. I was like... I am the coolest bitch in New Jersey. Your sex in the city. I eat California. (laughs) (laughs) At the mall food court? Yeah, Yeah, I really fucking ate a lot of California. Rose at Little Brick Mall. Shout out. (laughs) I feel like I was spending a lot of time with beverages. I was getting a lot of Jamba Juice. A lot of Boba. One time in my mall food court, <laughs> I saw a guy that was on Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. <gasps> like when the new? No, 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 the past. Oh, and... oh, oh, right. This was when. This was when. Yeah. Well, well yeah. I, I know that I could have been in high school when the new Queer Eye was on, <laughs> but unfortunately, it was the old Queer Eye, and you know, 2004 or whatever. And he was one of the guys that they made over. And I was like, oh, my God, I saw you on Queer Eye. And he was like at food court with his daughter. And he was like, yeah. I was like, OK, bye. <laughs> See, like, it's, so funny when, it's so funny when people like when you recognize someone, because like I don't do that now as much. But like when you're a little, a little bit younger mm-hmm. and they're just like, they're just like, yeah, yeah. It's like you like just engage a little bit like, oh, thanks. And like then then people don't feel awkward. It's like, 
I know. I don't mean, you know, how long could he have been being recognized for? And sorry, by how much of the population? I mean, like, who was really watching original Queer Eye except for me? I know. <laughs> yeah, take it in. Enjoy this Come small on, that team guy coming up to you at the food court. Yeah. Okay, should we do our final game? Yes, our let's last do it. Game. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, Jenny, explain yeah. our game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> our last little game is called casting. And what that means is we're going to pick a category as a group. Or if there's something, Drew, that came to mind for you, we can do that. But essentially what we do is we cast ourselves within that category. So if we were doing, if we were doing the three things that I bought at the deli, Today, before this call, I would be oh, La Colombe, nice. you would be the orange soda, and Nicole would be the peach snapple. So, you know, it would be something like that. So you do have to cast us and yourself within the category. Okay. And I know we just met, but feel free to cast me as orange soda, and I will love it and take it hey, <laughs> willingly and lovingly. And you I can also that. go last so that okay. there's not a lot of pressure. Yeah. Okay, maybe I'll go last. That's okay. Now, uh, should we do food court restaurants? Oh, oh yes. Yes. That was Let's, just a thought I had. Food court restaurants. That's a great one. Oh, that's okay. so good. Mall food court restaurants. <laughs> Change. Mall food court restaurants. Now, we each take a little bit of time in our brains to think of who is who, and then we circle back in however okay. long that takes. Okay. And are these ones that we've already talked about, or is it can be anything? Frankly? It can be anything. Anything. Anything okay. you want. Okay. I think I'm actually ready, which is oh crazy. God. But I okay, think wait. I'm ready. I'm Maybe. not ready yet. But you guys take a... Oh, yeah, yeah. We must take our... I, I am too also locked in. Oh, crap. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Would you like to go first, Nicole? Sure. I would love to go first. Okay. <laughs> so I gave Jenny Cinnabon. Oh, wow. Jenny is just 5 million calories sort of dripping... <laughs> In glaze, warm, gooey, just a place where I want to land heaven. Drew, I gave you Starbucks. Oh, wow. I love that. I mean, the ultimately most popular thing on the face of the planet. Something for everybody. Also, a quickness. Like, we're getting you in and we're getting you out, babe. Like, it's efficient. I love that. I love that. And then I gave myself Auntie Anne's (gasps) because... I just feel that for me, it's like the idea of me is really (laughs) delicious, but sometimes sort of in practice, it's not exactly what you want. Um, (laughs) You know, it could be a sweet moment or I could have a little hot dog stuffed in the middle. You know, you never Mm. know what you're going to get with me. So that's where I landed. Well, I love that. Really good. Thank you. Beautiful. Yeah. All right. Well, I actually gave Drew Auntie Anne's. Oh, okay. wow. um, <laughs> I oh feel God. like just popular, delightful. Wow. You walk into a food court, you know, an Auntie Anne's there. Oh, <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? Like okay. omnipresent, I feel, you know, just charming, <laughs> delightful. Everyone's yeah. happy about it. Yeah. And for Nicole, I gave you Sparrow. <laughs> oh, I was thinking about hey. that. And Sparrow. that is ultimately probably Italian. 
New Jersey She's culture. really obsessed with me being Italian. Yeah. <laughs> also, you know, that's where I beelined. I was always headed towards the Sparrow in the food court. A personal favorite for me, Dallas, Texas isn't really known for its pizza per se. So when I got to go to a Sparrow, I was so amped about it. So. Oh, I have a soft spot in love for Sparrow. One time, Nicole and I stole from a Sparrow in Times Square. Hey, 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 don't <laughs> oh, I love that. Don't need to know. I need to know why that and how that happened. I, I'll tell you why, Drew, because yeah. we could. Because yeah. no one was sort of paying attention. We were a little drunk. And yeah. uh, was this at, like, was this during college? It was I after, unfortunately. After. No, I, it was it's after an Ars Nova party. Oh, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. It's okay. I think that's awesome. I love when people do that from corporations. <laughs> it's like, that's what we should be doing. That's, you deserve it, you know? You know, you the line that. was confusing. You yeah. Know, you're, you're, we <laughs> didn't really know where to check out, I, I'll yeah. say. So we yeah, I was really sat sort down. of to teach them about their <laughs> business layout. So did you, the did you just sort of... Did you just sort of get your slice of pizza and then just sat down? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Like, we that's didn't even leave. We ate it in there. No. We stole it and ate As it in there. As you should. And yeah. that's like, but that goes along with the, that goes along with the story. And it's like, if they were to come up to you and be like, did you pay? We were like, yeah, of course we yeah. sat down. We paid. <laughs> if we sat down, we paid. <laughs> that's the signal. That means we clearly paid. <laughs> The employees at a Sparrow yeah. in Midtown, they don't care. They, they don't are in track. They don't give a shit. Yeah. That's right. Okay. And then I give myself Mrs. Fields. Mm. <laughs> I feel very cookie cake. I don't know. I don't really have yeah. much. You are a cookie cake. You're that, right. But I miss cookie cakes. I really wish they were common at birthday gatherings still to this day. Yeah, they're not common. I'm You're not right. doing a cookie cake out here anymore. You know, cookie it's cake really... is so good, and it's like the good thing about a cookie cake is it's not overly sweet. I mean, sometimes they put a lot of frosting on it, but you could have like a couple pieces and still feel like you're ready to take the night. Absolutely. You know what I mean? When I say that, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's a light. Jen, your birthday is coming up. We could make a cookie cake happen if you oh want it. Just God. say the word. Okay, Drew, you're up. What okay, I'm small, up. small okay. food courts are we? Okay, so Jenny, I'll start with you. Jenny, I'm going to say from our conversation in the last hour, and you're, you know, talk about wanting different beverages and enjoying about, I think, about four or five today. I would say <laughs> what I chose for you was an orange Julius. <gasps> oh, wow. Slash, slash Dairy Queen combo. Oh. And, what <laughs> and what I'll say about that is, I feel like from the brief time we've spent today and what I learned about you is you seem like you have a good head on your shoulders. You know what you want, <laughs> but you're also open to fun. So I think perhaps you're going to Orange Julius with the desire to have a fun beverage, you know, maybe a smoothie, maybe, a, I don't know, a fun drink. But then there's DQ that's available to you if you're a little peckish. And maybe you want some chicken fingers or, I don't know, one of their, like, mushroom burgers or whatever so you have that option you can go back so it's wow practical yet still fun and there's whimsy there 
Is oh, Dairy Queen God. known for their mushroom burgers just to stop you? <laughs> Nicole, drag my ass right to hell. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure. Did I make that up? I actually maybe did make that up. I can't know. <laughs> I, I can't I and I don't know. I actually don't think Dairy Queen is even known for their burgers. Obviously, they're known for their like concrete and ice cream. A blizzard, sort of. Blizzard. Like a blizzard. That's where it my mind goes. Not but mushroom burgers. Burgers. They do okay. have food there. So okay. that's what I'm going to say. That's what I'll say for Jenny. And then we get it. to Nicole. And for Nicole, I chose the Cheesecake Factory. Oh, oh yeah. My favorite. And let, I mean, me too. Me too. I love the Cheesecake Factory. Nicole, it's like, I could see you going there and you could have a long time there. You could have a nice long conversation with someone. Catch up. <laughs> for me yeah. and you, when I see you, that's all I want to do because I don't get to see you enough. It's as these one-off shows. And I'm like, yes. I famously always say to you, can we hang out? Can we do something? And I'm like, Cheesecake Factory would allow for that. A lot of catch up. I would die to go to a Cheesecake Factory with you. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I would die. <laughs> to mention, the menu at the Cheesecake Factory is 72 pages long. <laughs> so just to get through the menu and figure out what you're going to eat is a feat and takes time. And also it has different kinds of food and playful like you are the food is great thank you i'm just gonna be honest the food's great and i think that like it just allows for fun and the vibe is always fun in there i've never had a waitress or waiter at cheesecake factory that isn't good vibes they're always nice and like they want to like you know what i mean it's fun and i'm always getting a massive huge soda and it's Mm. like what's better than that i don't know (laughs) And avocado egg rolls, which is like one of the great things, I think. Have you guys ever had that? The avocado egg rolls? No, not I. Oh, God. The avocado go. egg rolls and cheap cake factory. Next time you go get them, they are to die for. Okay, and then I guess for myself, this was crazy. And I don't know why I chose this. And you might <laughs> wonder why I chose this. But for myself, I actually went with the Rainforest Cafe, oh. which is... Which actually no longer exists. Wow. Yeah. No, they exist. Oh, they do? They do? Yes, yes. Oh, I didn't know that. I chose Rainforest Cafe because I had a birthday there when I was like, I think, eight or nine. Oh. And it was like a formative experience for me. It's like such a gay restaurant. Yes. The design, <laughs> the theater, the drama of it all. Yes. It's like so fun and ridiculous. And I'm like, me, I think. Like, yes. fun, you know, there for the drama, but like a good spirit, you know, you can get like it, you know, the food is good. I think I remember it being fine. You know, it's not bad. Maybe it's okay. Tell you. It's you're not okay. there for you're not. That's not. There no, for the you're food. there for it to rain every twenty yes, minutes. Yes, yes. You're there for the, the rain. You're part. there for the fun. You're there for the laughs, and you're there for. <laughs> that's probably it. You know, you're just there to have fun. And so I chose that. I just think it's a vibe that I can align with. Absolutely. Sometimes you got to go for atmosphere. Yeah. 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 That's right. Now, Nicole, how do you know they're still around? Have you been to one? Great. So I recently <laughs> watched a YouTuber do a video that was like, I ate at every Rayforest Cafe in America, and there's still like about 30. <laughs> 30? Yeah. Wow. Now that one. Now why would why do they eat at every one? Because so then schmucks like me would watch. But isn't it all the same everywhere? <laughs> When you're making a video every week, it's like you got to come up with a new idea. And that was an idea that I said, click. 
Oh, yeah. I click now. <laughs> hey, I love it. Beautiful. Well, true pleasure to the Rainforest Cafe yeah. of guests. AKA yeah. Drew Anderson. <laughs> God, this was a joy. This was a um, joy. Tell the people where they can find you, Drew. Gosh, where can they find me? I am hopping around the city doing shows. I usually post about it on my Instagram at I'm Drew Anderson on Instagram and Twitter. And I post about things going on. Maybe I'll do another showing of this film or what have you. And yeah, that's where you can find me. Gorge. Thanks um, for doing our pod, Drew. Oh my God, it was so fun. Thanks for having me. I I had so much fun. I had so much fun. 